0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The longest journey for man is the journey from the head to the heart. That's the longest journey. Now, physically speaking, I mean, it's not that far, right? But spiritually speaking, when man goes from knowing something just... As a fact in his mind, a fact among facts. One plus one equals two. Two, really truly knowing it, experiencing it, believing it. That, my brothers and sisters, is what Jesus is really truly talking about today in the gospel. Nicodemus does not understand that in order for you to follow God, in order for you to, to really believe in God, you need to be born again. Now, most of us as Catholics, we know that um, from a factual standpoint, one plus one equals two, the factual standpoint is you get baptized, right? You're a baby, you get baptized, your original sin goes away, you're born anew, right? Right? Many of us know our faith on a factual level. We were baptized, we became children of God, Jesus died for us, Mary is his mother, Jesus is in the Eucharist, Easter is Jesus resurrecting from the dead. We know these things as just facts. Here. But do we know it here? Have we come alive in a new way yet? Has our baptism truly taken over us? Have I really, truly, has my spirit been baptized? That's the question. That's what Jesus... You can be born by water. You can be baptized by water. Good. We must be baptized by water. But have you been baptized in the spirit? Has your spirit experienced... Everything that you've known, has it clicked yet? Has it activated yet? I think for many of us, many of us, we still have not, and that's a really, it's a long journey, believe me. It's a long journey. But there is an initial encounter with God that really begins this renewal, where we go from just knowing to knowing. Where we go from facts to experience. And God knows that we need to experience Him. That my spirit needs to, be, needs to be transformed. So, this baptism that we received, what happened at this baptism? Factually speaking, we know that yes, okay, original sin was wiped away and I became a child of God. But how many of us have had an encounter with God that experienced God's love in such a way that we knew deep down in our heart we began to renew, be renewed in this identity that I am a child of God? How many of us have had that experience? Many people today, and this is what I love about, honestly, this is what I love about the Protestant church so much, is that they know in their hearts, I mean, they have this experiential knowledge, this encounter with God, this relational encounter with God, that is not just facts, but truly something that is alive. God wants us to have that. Well, why? Well, because God doesn't want us to live like robots. And God doesn't want us to follow Christianity like a moral code or a moral system, an ethical system. Do this, do that, go to church on Sundays, don't lie, don't steal. And we can sometimes feel like we're just trying to check off the box, and we feel like there's no real encounter with God. unless we encounter God, unless we encounter the Father's love for us, we will always remain kind of feeling like slaves to God. And we're not slaves. We are His children with an inheritance. And that inheritance was bought at a very, very hefty price. And that's what Jesus says today. God the Father, we forget so much. We talk a lot about Jesus... Sometimes we talk about the Holy Spirit. We talk about Mary as Catholics, but we don't talk about God the Father. God the Father is the one that allowed Jesus to leave His throne in heaven with the Father, come down to earth, and die a death for our, for our debt. It's God the Father. Why? God the Father did this because He saw and He knew that we, our only destination was hell. And as a father, he literally stopped at nothing. He stopped at nothing, even to allow his son to die the horrific death. He allowed it. Because he was coming after each and every one of us and saying, I'm not going to lose you. I don't want to lose you. That's what God the Father has done for us. That he loved us that much, he loved the world so much. I mean we even know this, John 3:16. I mean, so many people, it's actually literally, at one point it was the number one Googled uh, 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 quote in the whole entire world. But how many of us have experienced that love from God in such a way that it made me not want anything else? When we have this baptism, Of the Spirit. There are signs. There are side effects. When I come to know the love of God the Father for me, in particular, not this like, oh, God loves us all, right? I mean, we know this. Like, God loves us all. Again, that's head knowledge. God loved me. When Jesus was on that cross, he saw me, in particular. He didn't see a group of people. He saw me. And he saw my pain, and he saw my suffering, and he saw my sins, and he was doing it all for me. When I know this, and I've experienced this love, there are things that come to play. There are side effects that happen. Signs of a person who has really encountered and activated the power of the Holy Spirit in their life are these. God goes from being this like, angry judge or this angry ogre to being this compassionate good father. If you kind of always imagine God right now and you're like, when you think about God the Father, you always imagine him as this like angry guy with this big white beard in heaven and he's just like taking down all your like bad, you know, bad actions. Something has, something's terribly missing. So, when we are activated, when we are encountering God and His love, that begins to change. I begin to see God as this good Father, this Father who's rescued me through His Son. Another sign of this is after we've sinned, do we run away from God in shame? Oh, God, I'm terrible. Please don't look at me. I'm disgusting. And we almost even think that God is looking at us this way. Like, you know, you make me sick. You've done this too many times. If God is still that person to you after you've sinned, there needs to be a shift. And when we're activated and when we encounter God's love, we no longer want to run away from God when we've sinned. We want to run to Him because we realize He's our medicine. And He's our good Father. And he's a father that will never give up on us. He'll never give up on his children. Do we have that reaction when we sin? Another sign of a person who's really truly encountered the love of God is someone who recognizes that they have gifts. That their life is a gift and that God has given you particular gifts in your life for his kingdom and he wants you to work in his vineyard. He's given each and every one of us gifts. It's not just for the priests and for the Maserat and and, and that's all nice. You begin to recognize that you have gifts and you begin to want to own those gifts. And you begin to want to use those gifts for His kingdom. You become empowered. You no longer feel cut off. You feel like you have a purpose because God loves you, because He's given you Life for a reason. He has a plan. And he gave you tools to live out that plan. God wants us to live that. God wants us to recognize that we have gifts, that we have talents. And and we even we even have spiritual gifts, my brothers and sisters. We even have spiritual gifts, and what I mean by that are supernatural gifts. I'm not just talking about talents like. Yeah, you know, somebody might be good at accounting, somebody might be good at art, singing, whatever. Those are talents. Those are gifts. But God even has given us supernatural gifts. Many of us in this church don't even realize that we may even have the gift of laying hands over somebody and healing somebody physically. We've never tapped into it. We've never, we've never activated those gifts. Because we're too afraid. We don't believe We're not convicted. We haven't encountered His love yet. It hasn't went from here to here yet. See? There are even gifts called words of knowledge. When you begin to step into the life of the Holy Spirit and He begins to baptize you spiritually and mentally and emotionally, you begin to want to follow Him. Just like Jesus said in the Gospel today, He said, the wind blows wherever it will. What he's talking about is God's Spirit will move you wherever He will move you. And if you're willing to be moved by the Spirit, He will move you wherever He wants. You don't know where He's going to take you. You don't know where He's coming from. But you know that He's there. And there's a force that's outside of you. It's not you. It's Him moving you. And you want to go. You just want to be moved with Him. And He moves you. My my cousin... Sister Brennan, and not because she's a sister. The other day, she, um, she was driving uh, in the car, and she was, she was just praying, and she knew that she had to stop at the gas station. And she heard God or something inside of her was telling her, which was God, of course, but she didn't recognize 100% if it was God. Or she didn't know. She, she, she tested it. Something told her. The woman at the gas station, at the, at, at the, uh, the, um, the register, Her right arm is in major pain. She's like, okay. So she tested. So she went, walked into the gas station, and she said, ma'am, I know this sounds really weird, but does your right arm hurt you? Are you in major pain in your right arm? She's like, how do you know? Who told you? She's like, Jesus told me. She's like, okay, like, for real? Like, you don't know my family? (laughs) Somebody didn't tell you this? She's like, no. She's like, God told me, and he told me that he doesn't want you to be in pain anymore. Can I pray with you? You know, as Catholics we're always like, I'll pray for you. And then we walk away from each other. Why can't we pray with each other? Why can't we stop right where we are and pray with that person? So that's what she did. She stopped. She her, placed her hand over her, over her right arm, and she just asked Jesus to, in the name of Jesus, I ask you, Lord, to heal her. She was activating the power of her baptism. This has nothing to do with her. This has nothing to do with me. We don't, we don't earn God's love. God's love is a free gift. And that free gift just flowed through her, and that woman's arm was healed. She went back a week later, and she's like, I'm doing the YMCA right now. <laughs> she's like, I don't, "She's like, what did you, how did you do this? She's like, it's Jesus. We all have spiritual gifts, my brothers and sisters. But it has to come from an encounter with God. So you might be saying, Father, how do I encounter God? Well, you know what? It looks different for each and every one of us. For a lot of people, for most people, people really encounter God's love when they go on retreat. Maybe they'll get an image, they'll get a vision, they'll hear a word, they'll experience a feeling inside of their heart where they just become overwhelmed with God's love. They're moved to tears. If you've never been on a retreat, you've never gotten away from this crazy world, go on retreat. Make it a goal this year to leave for two, three, four, ten days. I don't care. Go on retreat. Even if it's a one-day retreat, leave. Get away. Give God the opportunity to speak into your heart, to tell you who you are to Him. He will. He wants to show it to you. He's dying. He literally died to show you what you mean to Him, what I mean to Him. Go and retreat. Another thing is just simply reading the Bible. Just reading the Word of God. God can speak. He speaks through His Word. Another thing is being open to somebody praying over you. If you've never been prayed with before, if never somebody has never ever laid their hand over you and prayed with you, be open to it. Ask for it. You may fall over. Honestly. Happened to me. I was like, you know, what, this stuff is crazy. Y'all crazy out here. Y'all just emotional. You know, this is just too kooky for me. And then before I knew it, I was on the floor. And I was knocked out for like 15 minutes. And I didn't even know what happened to me. But after that, I had such a freedom. I had such a freedom. Even the things that used to look attractive to me, even the sins that would entice me no longer entice me anymore. This, my brothers and sisters, is what happens when we know our true identity, when we know the love of God the Father. And so I just want, I just, uh, I just want to lead us in a small prayer, okay? So I just, I, I just invite you to just close your eyes now, okay? And uh, just open your, if you want, if it makes you feel comfortable, just open up your hands. You don't have to lift them up. Just open up your hands as a, as a sign of just being open to God, And I just ask, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, and just fill this room, Lord. Holy Spirit, I just ask you to fall afresh, just as you did at Pentecost, where you transformed the apostles from fear to strength to boldness. I ask you, Lord, that you would fall afresh on each and every one of us like a tongue of fire, and that you would burn our hearts with love from God the Father, that we would know our identity that we would live in this identity and that this new identity of our love and his love for us would set us free from all of the enticements of the flesh and of the devil and of the world. Lord, help us to know your love. Help us to, to recognize what you've done for us. Help us to really, truly experience and know that we know that you love us. Lord, let me see who I am Lord, reveal to each and every person in this church right now, reveal to them who they are to you. Let them know this, Lord, in their hearts. Let us know it. Lord, light our hearts on fire and help us to truly activate this power that's living within us that's even greater than the power that's working against us. To truly live in this love and to spread this love. So just repeat after me. In the name of Jesus Christ, I choose, to renew my baptismal vows. I choose to renew my baptismal vows in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus I, reject, I Satan reject Satan and all of his, and works, his works and all of and, and all, temptations, all temptations and I claim, and I, claim I reclaim, I reclaim my, identity my identity and my baptism, and my baptism. Lord Jesus Let me know who I truly am. Let me know your love. Let me experience your love. Jesus, activate the power of your Spirit in my Spirit. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.